20 minutes of it. Oh my god, you haven't seen like 20 minutes of Fight Club. Oh my gosh. Yeah, this is okay. I don't really feel like watching the rest of it. What did you think of Shawshank? Have you seen Shawshank Redemption? You haven't seen Shawshank? What did you think of What are other good classic movies? Okay. The what greatest are other good movies? Oh, should we turn Jurassic off this Park. fan? It might be causing uh, some. Probably the greatest movie of all some... time. I've seen having... Jurassic Park. I've seen Chicken Run. Okay, Jay, let's just oh, stop there. Oh, Chicken <laughs> Run. Whoa, blew my mind. Okay, well, Star Wars. Have you seen the original Star yeah, Wars? I've seen all of them multiple times. Harry well, Potter. All of the. Have you seen Rogue One though? I have seen Rogue One. I liked okay. it a lot. Wait, did you say you haven't seen Harry no, Potter? No, you haven't seen Harry Potter. Uh, I've seen like the oh, first. I'm done. Wow. I can't even record. Jacob's out. Anymore. He's out. Fuck this. Do you have a Blu-ray player? No. Because you're. No. He has a PlayStation. Podcast <laughs> over. We're going to watch Harry Potter. The oh issue is you, you just enlisted yourself in a Harry Potter marathon. Let me game. let me the just look it up. Is none I've of these things are on Betamax, guys. So what am I supposed to do? You know, speaking of Betamax, that's actually a funny story. Uh, my parents had one of the rooms in the house had this like giant. Theater. Entertainment? No, not a theater. <laughs> Had this giant entertainment cabinet, like all wood, and my parents were gonna get that torn out and they were gonna replace it with something else. So my dad and I were going through it, and in one cabinet, there's a stack. There's like a VCR player, and at the bottom of the stack, Betamax is a porn. Betamax, and it was still <laughs> plugged in. The Betamax it was player still, was oh, plugged oh, in. Man, drawing drawing vampire power for years, right there. Oh my god. <laughs> It makes me wonder, like, we've had that house for 24 years at that point, 23 yeah. years at oh, that point. How much power did that Betamax Lots. player cost my parents? That's what I'm saying, yeah. <laughs> so, well, welcome to the podcast. It's like $1,200. Since we, I think, forgot to do an intro last week. We also forgot to do an, an outro. outro. That's because Jay had a happy trigger finger on his laptop. Brought to you by Audible. Give us money, Audible. <laughs> But uh, today, we thought we would just talk about movies. The Oscars are tomorrow, and I'm sure no one in here cares about that but me. No, I, I care about the Oscars. I just haven't seen what's on... I haven't seen any of the movies this year, but in like two years, I will definitely care about the Oscars. I started a couple years ago trying to watch all of the Best Picture nominees right. before the Oscars. And this year, I was planning on doing the same, but I forgot until like two days ago so i've been slowly marathoning all of the oscar nominations oh by the way chorus here you, too coming to you live from my house and my cat is probably going to interrupt which is fitting right because her name is cora which Sponsored is by cora which is no not not cora like that web search because it's yeah. spelled differently her name is the name of a character in my now second favorite movie of all time, Tron Legacy. Followed by yeah. Tron Legacy is followed by Chicken Run, right? Is followed <laughs> number by one. Chicken no, Run. the world's greatest. Where, one, one is actually it's an Oscar nominee from two years ago. Was it two years ago or last year? Whiplash. Uh, twenty fourteen. I think. I think I it might be three years ago. Well, yeah. guys, I just want to say for the record that Chicken yeah, Run is a movie about Mel Gibson saving people from a concentration camp. Yeah. I never would have thought that would have happened, but. Speaking of Mel Gibson, that was a movie I watched yesterday. Which one? No, two days ago. Maverick. Hacksaw Ridge. Oh. Oscar nominated for Best Picture this year. Yeah. I don't know why. I didn't think it was that good. Yeah, the previews didn't look that great. It, the, the war scenes in it were very impressive. They were very gory, which I guess is like Mel Gibson's thing. Right. Like oh, they were the director? 
Yeah. Okay. They were like beyond Saving Private Ryan levels of gore, which was cool to see for a war movie. And the story is an interesting story. It's a real guy that he was the right. Yeah, yeah. That's like the first conscientious objector to get the Medal of Honor. Right. He never held a gun. Hmm. Um, but I just thought like the first half of that movie was just boring and cliche and trite. It was oh typical America. I, I want to yeah. go to war because it's the right thing to do but i won't hold a gun and yeah. here's this woman that i picked up at a blood clinic and i'm gonna marry her and go off to war and i have a picture of her in my bible that i carry on the battle yeah but when he actually did all those things yeah. it wasn't right trite. i know and that's that's right. the thing it's it's like it's like it's become such a cliche of a movie that for it to be a real story is almost incredulous like right. you don't yeah. believe that this really happened that they should have made a movie about it a long time ago, sort of thing. Probably. Though, considering I didn't really think it was that good of a movie, they probably could have not made a movie about it. Mm-hmm. Well, there's like eight other in the list of best movie, though, that I think that have a lot better chance. So I think it's just in here. For well, we all time. know that La La Land is going to win. Mm-hmm. I'm just surprised. I mean, frankly, I'm surprised that Mel Gibson still gets like any attention at all. I mean, Chris Brown still gets to make records. Touche. <sighs> I guess. <laughs> Called out. The only best picture... So, I watched Hacksaw Ridge. Last night, Emily and I watched Manchester by the Sea. And it got How was that? Out. That looked like a, a very... Uh, I had no idea that it looked drama heavy. I actually saw a preview for it. I it was... It sounded boring. It, well, and it was definitely boring. It's, no, we're not going to rub our face <laughs> on the microphone. But she wants to. <laughs> um, it was... It's it's a type of movie that I actually really like. It's an understated movie. The plot is understated, so it's not like it has a traditional plot where you've got you know a build up and a climax and then the end or whatever. But there is kind of a premise though. He gets this kid, and you know that something's happening. Well, there's a premise, but it's it's more just a two hour jaunt through this character's life in this period. Yeah, of it's, that it's a character driven as compared to a plot. Yeah. So it's kind of like Nebraska. Where exactly. In the end, yeah, yeah. the The goal was to buy the dad a truck. Yeah, and, and not even a good truck. I think it was like I thought it it was a small Ranger or something. I guess that's I think a decent. So. Truck. I haven't seen Nebraska in a long time, but I thought it was a pretty good movie. I mean, it's it's a movie that was, excuse me, it was very performance driven, and it it was lifted to the status that it's getting from like two scenes, and that's kind of a shame, like. It's nominated for Best Picture, but really the Best Picture parts of it, I think, were like two scenes in the movie. Yeah, but that it kind of brings up an argument that I've, I've had before, where is something great because it's only been great a couple times, or would you consider the difference between... Oh, that's a hiss. I gotta add yeah. you to the hiss count. Like, I'm on the oh. hiss count. <laughs> Just so everyone on the listening to the cast knows that Jacob here in... Uh, in his uh, house has a whiteboard that says "Welcome home," and then it has his counts from the cat. It's because my girlfriend was house sitting and watching the cat while I was out of town, and she put this up and wrote down her his count. And I decided I like this idea, so I started tracking mine. And we are now about a month into the his count, and Emily stands at thirty-two. I stand at four, and I stand at one. And I'm has one sort now. of winning, but I don't spend near as much time here as they do. So. But back to movies. Yeah. And what Gabe hasn't seen. 
Well, we'll get to that. I'm curious. So it's only been recognized because of two scenes, but does it make something less great if it's only really great a couple times, or if it's just some sometime, or it's only kind of great a lot? Well, I think I because I will stick with a show because it's really really great only a couple times, even if it is giving me three. Episodes but I don't of think shit. would you would you call that the best show ever? Because it's had a few. It's a good show, it's a, and that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying it's a bad movie. And I'm not saying that Casey Affleck and what's her name, Michelle Williams, what, right? Consolation Affleck. That they don't, that they they definitely <laughs> deserve the nominations for best actor and best actress. And what's amazing is she might actually win best actress for a single scene in the whole movie, and that's it was a very powerful scene. It was very well acted, but it doesn't, I feel, deserve a best picture nomination. I'm. You know, if I'm being really cynical, I would say it got a Best Picture nomination because it touches on a really difficult subject in a, in a way that a movie typically wouldn't. Right. Which is, you know, loss in a family and, and very serious loss because Casey Affleck's character, his kids died. And, and that's oh, I thought it was like Ben Affleck died or something. And... No. I mean, the premise of the movie is his brother yeah, dies and died, he, he's, oh, okay. um, he's left as the guardian of his brother's son. But he can't do that because he lost his kids in a fire. Spoiler alert, I guess. Wasn't going to watch it. So. Um, I was. What movie is this? Manchester. Manchester by You are definitely not going to watch <laughs> yeah. it. <again. laughs> so, you have a lot of catching up to do. So, Shawshank, no. Harry Potter, no. Shawshank, you haven't like two seen? Or two and a half of the Harry Potter movies. Which one? The first see... two and then half of the third when they came out. Actually, have you seen Lord of the Rings? The first movie? Ah, uh, well, that's, that is my favorite bit. Is he Spider-Man even? I've seen the, what is it, Tobey Maguire ones and yeah, the yeah. first of the other guy okay, ones. Okay, well, no, you're, you're fine. Don't, no, you don't need to watch it. I liked the second Amazing Spider-Man No, movie. oh my god, it was so bad. I don't think it was that bad. It was lost in the fact that it had too many villains and too much going on. It, it had too, too many much plots. A little bit. It needed more character and less I'm glad plot. that they did, because my dad's really big into comic books, so every time one yeah. of these comic book movies comes out, I ask him for, like, the true story, and the Gwen Stacy right. story is a really good story, and I'm glad they finally played that out in the movie. Yeah, but you don't you don't know her long enough to give a shit that she died. You know her for two movies. I didn't feel like we had connected enough with the character to really care that she died. I, when I watched, well, not that I really care. Thank you, Jay. I, yeah. I don't get invested in movies too much, but when she died, I went, whoa. Well, how many more movies are they gonna make with a different, but that's, <laughs> different leading no, lady? But that's kind of that's like the whole that's that's Spider-Man's thing. That's what makes Spider-Man a unique superhero. Is, is that, his girlfriend's die? Yeah. Well, it's that the people around him are so affected by him as a hero. That's why in the comic book series, at least, he drives so much of the Civil War because the Civil War in the comic books was people saying, and it kind of was in the movie a little bit, the new movie. That it was basically people saying superheroes need to be held accountable for their actions, but we can't hold somebody accountable if we don't know who they are. Right. So they were saying we need to have superheroes register and give their real identities. Spider-Man was against that because his family had been targeted by all of his villains. Because all of Spider-Man's villains are complete dickholes because they don't like actually care about like 
taking over the universe or taking over the world. They're like, revenge. I really dislike Peter Parker and I'm going to kill him and his family. So his concern has always been that. So to have the person close to him be killed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I disagree with it. Not There was not enough building for you to care about Gwen Stacy because you at least care about her from his perspective, from Spider-Man's perspective. Because remember... He had the whole thing in the first movie with her father. Right. Gabe is currently not even paying attention. This is how little he likes. Sorry, Corey yeah. was grooming but herself. But that also <laughs> bummed me out too. Distracting. Day. I, I really like the like Dennis Leary as the right. Dad. But he finally like at the end of that movie, he finally had earned the right in Dennis Leary's mind to right. be Spider-Man. But his whole thing was, "Don't let my daughter be killed," and then he kills her, and that's. Right. He kills her by failing to save her right. appropriately. The story is good. I just wish they handled it better. doesn't matter because yeah. Marvel owns the I, right to Spider-Man. I don't like most of the Marvel movies anyway. They're just too really? too explodey, too... But that's what they're about. New, yeah. New York... Well, yeah, okay, that's that's great. But when every every person? movie... Every, no, it has nothing to do with DC versus Marvel. It's every movie turns into, hey, we're in New York or other major American U.S. city. Hong Kong. Cleveland. And... Yes, most of the time in Cleveland, and a big hole opens in the sky, and they gotta save the world, and that that's usually what it comes down to. See, okay, but that actually, it's I'm glad that you brought this up because I think that part of that plays really well into the conversation as it fits this podcast. That one of my issues with people that like movies a lot is they tend to be snobby about it. People will say, <laughs> will will say I like movies. And and but oh the Marvel movies they're just action bullshit the Transformer movies they're all about explosions those kind of right but those kind of there's a certain enjoyment I feel that you get from movies like that and that I get from movies like that that I at least and I I wish other people would I can appreciate a movie for being what it's trying to be well and I agree I agree but like when you have 15 Transformers movies and every single one's got like barely any plot but and cares. mostly explosions. Not, you're not you're not going to a Transformers that, that's fine. movie. If for you want to if you want to go to the Transformers movies, that's yeah. cool, but I'm not going to the third or the fourth. But the thing case. is, and you where can I make start a lighthearted action movie as Marvel kind of has done and it's still enjoyable in the same way that you're talking about where you know what you're going for, but I still uh, I can't get on the Michael Bay train. No. It's, it's poorly written, poorly written, and it's just full of action. Well, I mean, even I don't care if it's. But Michael why are you even like? It's... Why are you even analyzing the writing? Like, who cares? It's a Transformers movie. So, but, like, okay, but trans- let's talk about Marvel then. It's like well, with the Transformers because it still comes movie, out the same way. But the the original, the Transformers, the original movie, which I have an original poster of downstairs, so I'm obviously oh. slightly biased. <laughs> That like it is cars it was about selling toys, so. and it was like completely unashamed of this. It was here's these cool things these vehicles that transform into giant robots and they fight each other and it's like sweet that's cool i like the toys and like the modern transformers movies the michael bay ones are that's selling chevys this high yeah they're selling chevys but i mean it's like oh this, man yeah the new this, Camaro, this Camaro high definition one, version yeah. it's that nostalgia of like dude i got chills when optimus prime showed up in the first transformers because it's like oh my god it's optimus prime like he's so cool yeah but you know they're like It'd be one thing if they didn't take it seriously, but they, they kind of are. I don't think I th- they are. I think he like I think he's trying to make a cool story and like no, and it's just not I, working. I one hundred percent disagree. No, because Gabe, Gabe I, do you want to weigh in? 
Well, all I'm really thinking <laughs> right now. Gateway's in. I haven't seen any of the Transformers yeah. movies. Now, full disclosure, I'm pretty sure I've seen all of them. What? what? I have not. But all now I really we, want to know now is we how Jay would like feel about a Michael Bay <laughs> Fast and Furious movie. Well, that is what Fast and yeah, Furious is. No, but like a one that was actually made by Michael Bay. What would that do to Jay? That's all I want to know. Fast and Furious is already a caricature of itself. So like, who cares? It's just a. It's a. It is. But then why doesn't why doesn't Transformers get the same respect because they're it feels like they're trying to take it seriously but they're not i don't know why you think they're trying to take it seriously uh, we're just gonna, i think we're just gonna disagree i feel like they've made that movie for 13 year olds to think that it's that it's serious i i don't think so i think 13 year olds at least go into fast and furious and realize that it's just a bunch of exploding garbage i don't think so a 13 year old goes into fast and furious going i really like cars and i'm excited at least originally the first yeah. few full uh, disclosure i have only seen one, two, Tokyo Drift, and seven. I, don't really? think I have all of them downloaded downloaded onto my iPad. I'm pretty sure if you yeah. want to see one. No, I watch good movies. <laughs> and and, 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 yeah, and yeah, I'm for, for the record, oh for, for the record, wow. Gabe has his I, iPad oh, here to show us the movies. Block. Oh, okay. We've got this off track. But well, I mean, my point. I don't. I personally don't find that. A lot of the Fast and the Furious movies are even that good at doing what they're trying to do, which is sort of my point. No, what is Drive the point cars? of the Fast and Furious movie? Just engage car they're just, culture? They're like overly... Re- they've become too much of a caricature of themselves. Yeah, they're their caricature of a caricature that probably started as a caricature which is to begin dumb. with. It's like third degree. You're complaining about Michael Bay taking things too seriously, but not complaining about somebody just giving no attention to anything no, resembling I... quality and just being a giant joke. Yeah, but no, uh, something there's something different in there that I'll figure out as we keep going through this that makes me hate the Michael Bay movies even more. It's because you're a hipster and you just hear the word Michael Bay. <laughs> no, I've oh, seen I can't the movies like and Michael not, Bay. Like them. Armageddon was the worst movie ever. Well, not bad. I like Armageddon. <laughs> yeah, my, Armageddon it's, was. It has fine. one of my favorite scenes from any movie, even which is when, is it the drill scene? No. Oh, that's so drill, good. Which, where he goes into the the, the yeah, Bruce like Willis, the Miners guy. He's got, oh, you yeah. got a bunch of rocket scientists who can't put to gr- drill together. Yeah. <laughs> my favorite, my favorite scene in that movie is at some point after the launch, like something's going wrong, and the Russian guy, he's like in the Overly ship, Russian. and he goes like, oh. he's like trying to fix it, and one of the characters is like, you can't fix that, it's American. He's like, American components, Russian components, all made in Taiwan. And he's like hitting it with a hammer, <laughs> yeah. and he fixes it. It's great. I have seen that movie. Yeah, it just kind of shows bad. like the the where we think our manufacturing jobs are nowadays. Like, okay, wasn't Taiwan from again? Wasn't the eighties? It was in Japan. Now it's Mexico. Oh no! Now it's China. That's now it's China. That, Mexico why, had its day in the two thousands. Well, I mean, that's right why now. that battle took place in Transformers in China is because it was funded by China. We can't well, even yeah. get our stuff in from Mexico. No, There's uh, a wall there. Do we really well, need to talk about <laughs> politics? No, today. we don't. Let's no. talk about movies. Did Are you guys see that, that new Hillary Clinton movie? <laughs> oh God! Yeah. There's a Hillary. Actually, Clinton I saw movie? a trailer for "There's an Obama Movie." Yeah, of course out that It already did really on Netflix. Barry. <laughs> is, no. it a, is it about the fact that he's got a bunker with thirty thousand no, activists? I, I want to get a no, list going. Two miles like a, from the White House. 
It's a biopic about like his and Michelle's first date. It looked pretty good. The trailer looked good. Is it named something in one word and catchy? I, I don't, feel like I could I put a list so. together of like twelve different like. It, or or maybe it's Barack it's like it's yeah. one of those. They made the, the one something. about they made the one about Bush called the W, date. and then they make the one about Hillary called Rodham, and then they make the one called Barack called Barry. Like it's always just one word. The or Barry. One I like the Barry. No, it's just Barry. Not even the. It's not like Facebook. The Facebook. Yeah, been Which is another great movie. Have you seen that movie? Yeah, have you seen Social Network? Yeah, I love Social Network. I actually own a copy, a digital copy of Social Network. So like the movies you do love, like you love enough to buy them, but the ones that like. You, well, I think we've gotten away from our initial point of this, which was to try to figure out, uh, try yeah. to figure out, Gabe. Because what did you do in your childhood that wasn't watching movies? We were too poor to own it. No, not really. <laughs> When I watched the TV when I was little, it was either Pokemon on Saturday mornings or like NBA or soccer games. Judging by that jacket, he still watches Pokemon. Oh. Burn? I'm burn. not sure if that's a burn. It's <laughs> a lot of people still be like, yeah, so what? Yeah, well, we can't really display what he's wearing over a radio show, but. He's wearing a red, red, suspiciously looking Pokemon is, jacket, I suppose. He just needs the Ash hat. I don't think Ash wore jacket, but I don't know. Anyways, Ash that's where I watched it. Like a, like a jean little. vest. No, he had like a blue vest, I think. Man, if only we had a China Joe to look stuff up and make noises. But yeah, that's why. That's what I did with Dalno TV when I was. Little. But but like your but, like your but family it's... wouldn't come around at like the evening at some weekend and watch a movie. Going to blockbuster. But even and that, like, if you go, if you even get outside of like early childhood, I mean, surely once you got high school and college, never you had the movies you had even when I was little. Though. It's oh, but but you would have had friends that are like, dude, you should watch this movie because that's a lot yeah. of the movies and I ended up watching. It was exactly on. like the same it is today. It's like okay, yeah, maybe I'll check that out. And yeah, three months later, movie. I still have. So it. what we you're saying is, we would quote it for like three weeks while we're in band together, and then eventually, you know, you'd have to watch it, otherwise you couldn't get all the inside jokes. Actually, I mean, Ash Ketchum did not have a vest or a jacket. It's just an unbuttoned short sleeve shirt. What up, Jay? It's blue with white sleeves. I never realized that it was just uh, a shirt, but it has pockets. Yeah, our absolute favorite. Bur- breaking news here on oh, the Passion Project podcast. Ash Ketchum is wearing a shirt with pockets. Yeah. <laughs> oh, up. it's a short sleeve like sweater thing. It's like the Bill Belichick special. <laughs> For those that are listening and don't watch football, Bill Belichick is the head coach of the New England Patriots, and he's famous for wearing hoodies with the sleeves cut off. And cheating. Yeah, and deflating. <laughs> oh, did you say deflecting well, or it was, deflating? It was both, both deflating footballs and like filming other teams. Oh, yeah, that's right. And I didn't know. There are some I, really it, weird results. It's the old Dave Chappelle. I didn't know I could do that. Really have you seen, sorry, Gabe, have you seen Chappelle's show? No. Oh, oh no, oh. Gabe! At what point are you guys gonna stop being surprised when I say no to these questions? I've stopped no being point. surprised when you say no. <laughs> the thing but is, some of the things you should have seen. Hate, hate, like, hate, 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 hate. I get surprised at some of the things he has seen. Like he's seen The Big Short. Oh well, that's a amazing. billion times. Yeah, so like. it's a great movie. I agree, but it's not There's like a mainstream. It's not like a mainstream yeah, thing. Put it like, to Netflix, I think. Being on Netflix doesn't make you mainstream. I, mean, I think it makes it easily too mainstream it it for easily accessible, like, but you have to find it. I mean, it was like right in the first window. It was an Academy Award-winning movie. Was it? It didn't win Best yeah. Picture, but it won something. Well, all right. So, 
Out of the limited amount of movies you've seen, what is your favorite? The Big Short. Probably. I thought that's a good assumption. I don't know. I'm probably going to get just destroyed by Jay for this because it's too mainstream a movie, but I really like The Dark Knight. No, that's 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 easily a good one. There's nothing yeah, wrong with a, a mainstream movie being your favorite movie. Yeah. That's kind of the joy that Christopher Nolan brings us is like really huge. That's true. I do level enjoy productions that are actually movies written I've well. Seen. Yeah, they're all pretty um, good. The Big Short lost a spotlight. That's not surprising. Hmm. What spotlight? Yeah. Okay, spotlight. I actually have seen Very Spotlight. I feel special. You saw now. Spotlight? Wow. Look at that. Gabe's just showing up, Goot and Jay. I know. I don't Wait, know you haven't you seen haven't Spotlight? Seen no, Spotlight. I haven't Spotlight. Oh, Has anybody seen Moonlight? I want to see no, that. No, I want to see it. so bad. Wait, I, that's think actually a I think it's yeah. actually yeah, yeah, that is a movie. That's up, making fun of that's up no, for Best no. Picture this year. It's up for Best Picture. I think, <laughs> okay. I think it's actually available on Amazon for rent, so I was probably going to watch that tonight or tomorrow. Yeah, we get into the last year. I haven't seen movies because they cost money. Spotlight's on Netflix. It was. Is it now? Really? That's where I watched it. Watch yeah. it. It's very good. It's about the uh, the Catholic priest molestation the... controversy. And oh, all that. okay. It's, all it's right. the the Boston Globe story. Horrific it's very topic good. And it's yeah, it's it's disturbing. It sounds like a bummer. Two hours. Yeah. It's not really a bummer. It's like shocking. It's like it's like a thriller almost in that. As they start to kind of unravel the story, it's you're just crazy. like you can't believe that you're hearing it goes what deeper. You're hearing. Really, yeah. it really and it's does. every every moment is this shock of like, wait, this happened. It's messed up. It's with, messed up. With it's his mouth. Yeah. Well, no, there's there's that one scene. I think what's you've seen it more recently than I have. There's the scene where they go to that. There's like one priest's house they go to. And they're, they ask him... You know, like his sister's taking care of him. Yeah, and they're asking him, like, do you know anything about this? And he's like, oh, yeah. Like, I used to touch kids all the time. And they're like, wait, are you admitting to this? He's like, yeah, but it's okay. And, and he had some just... I don't remember what his justification was. It was something wow. like it's punishment or they understand or... It was really I didn't enjoy up. it, I think, is what he said. Oh, yeah, something. that's what it, it was. was he said it's okay because I didn't enjoy it. And it was, it's just this, this person, this individual molested children and just did not comprehend what? that it was wrong. And that, that kind of stuff unravels in this movie. And it's just, it's shocking. It's got a very high shock. It's value. really worth huh. watching. Yeah, I can, I can pirate it. Well, I, I would never pirate movies. I can pirate but... it. Yes. Go on <laughs> record as no on one Netflix is, if it's no on one Netflix. has ever pirated movies from Just this Just mooch group. off the mooch. I've only not yeah, seen one of last. No, I, I You can get in touch with Braley. <laughs> well, so on the favorite movie topic. Yeah. To, to try to unravel more of what Gabe hasn't seen or try to, to divulge within the rest of us what it is about movies that makes us like them a lot. So I guess to take a step back, so why? Why is The Dark Knight your favorite movie? Well, I just like the topic of superhero movies in general. Um, usually, I'll know, I guess there's a good amount of action, and The Dark Knight kind of add another layer to that with... I mean, you have Harvey Dent in the movie, who's someone, you know, good and trying to save the city, clearly. And I think... Uh, I guess did Batman try the... to save the city too? 
Yes, he, he does. He does good. But you know, of course, Harvey Dent. You know, he we flips in the, the movie. You see the. Oh no, like I it. enjoy seeing the progression of the characters. So it's just good acting. Well, so what you, about Heath Ledger? You're not even. You didn't even talk about him. Well, I, I was. I mean, but I think he's. You know, obviously included in this. I think what he's saying is that he was drawn to the movie because of the action, but it becomes that top-ranking movie because of character. Yeah, so that's, yeah. A, that's a more and that that would probably you know that's a good kind of big short being another one of your your presumably favorite movies like it tells an interesting story it's not an action movie but it's also got a lot of character development in especially steve carell's character throughout that movie because he's he's steve carell yeah or big short yeah big short yes. oh i th- I, I, <laughs> I missed the part where we changed from batman to yeah big no, short he played the joker yeah, oh, <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait, no, that was Heath Ledger. Steve, yeah, Steve Carell OD'd and died? <laughs> Steve Carell or Steve Heath Carell Ledger played Michael Scott in the office? Uh, Heath Ledger was an actor. <laughs> yeah, Heath Ledger didn't die. He just became Steve Carell. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I would pay a lot of money to see a Steve Carell Joker. Uh, I don't think he Steve- <laughs> I, I think Steve Carell's a very good actor. I don't. That's not a role I would think he would play well. If he I didn't want, like Michael I Scott, to see, I want to like Michael things, Scott. Though. No, Michael I want. <laughs> I want to see uh, Mark Hamill play a live action Joker, where he's Ooh. got the Keith Ledger look, but the cartoon characters mannerisms and voice because he I voices the cartoon. I understand these references. Yeah. That would, be, that would be great. Especially Welcome now that to he's the club. Older. I almost feel like they should have retired the Joker jersey after Heath Ledger. Because Lord knows that oh, yeah. Jared Leto Nobody's... just dribbled oh, it down Oh, that's right. They chin. do have a new... Jared Leto just... I don't know if I'm really... Way too I don't know if I have... I, I don't know that I hold that against Leto as, much as, or as well, he... much as I hold it against whoever the hell wrote that goddamn movie. Oh, yeah. That was a terrible movie. Oh, that was such a bad movie. Oh, my God. Like, was I... it bad in a movie snob Suicide way? No, it was, like, no, it was, it was just a bad sense. movie. It was a genuinely terrible I don't get how you screw something like that up. I haven't seen it. That's By not Because I've wonder. heard yeah, how bad you, it is. But it's gone through so many... That's the thing about movies, too, is you have to wonder when you see a bad one. It's gone through so many people... And well, so many sign-offs. I Granted, think also, we know in the production that they kind of fucked it up in production too, but I think, they kind of had to release a product that they knew was only yeah. like kind of good. Well, and it's uh, it's kind of interesting because it's I'm taking this entrepreneurship class, and we talk about um, having in your your system for like producing stuff or creating products that you should have these gates. We talk about the stage gate system, but you should have these points where you review your process and you view your progress and be willing to kill a bad project or something that's not going to make money. And the problem is, I think you probably see a lot in the movie industry, not that I have some they can't kill knowledge of it, yeah. that it's like we've gone so far and we've advertised this and we've done so much work that we just have to release it no matter. But honestly, right. Suicide Squad still probably made a decent decent profit. So. No? No, I, I feel like it probably It may did. have done okay. You have to see it to know it's bad. The trailers let you think that it was good. Ugh. The only way they could have made it better is if they replaced Will Smith with Jaden Smith. Will Smith was in Suicide Squad? Yeah. Yeah, yeah he played... Uh, yeah, they should have let the prophet, his son, in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's how you uh, make a Will Smith movie. I mean, at least bad. you get, like, the sad Batman guy from the Bat vs. Man movie, right? <laughs> the Bat vs. Man? man. Yeah, Batman versus Superman. The you get that. You get the. You don't replace Batman. You have that sad interview with the you actor. Plays, you don't know who plays you, Batman. Ben Affleck. Come yeah. on. 
He's only in Bad person, man. Whatever. Screw you guys. <laughs> it's funny too because to call that bat versus man like yeah. Superman's not a man I just like, I picture a guy fending man. off a bat like, like that's, that's with Batman a tennis begins. racket that's the whole premise of Batman Begins yeah. him being afraid of bats yeah. it'd be like Birdemic but bat <laughs> That's, oh. that's an asylum movie when you yes. bat versus oh, man, Lord. and it's just two hours of a guy <laughs> swatting a bat. Now, would what? that have been the better than the Superman versus Batman movie? Say what? Would a man swatting at a bat for two hours have been uh, better than the movie? Batman versus it Superman might have been, was okay. It might have been better than Suicide Squad. Yep, that's the problem. It's almost worse to be mediocre than it is to be bad, I feel like. Well, there's a certain threshold of being bad where it's so bad it's fun to watch. Well, but yeah, they're, they're so bad when they don't. Ooh. This is one of my favorites. I love terrible movies. So do but I. There's, they're so bad that it's good, but that only happens when they're completely unaware that they're making a bad product. Like, if you get a bad like movie. Like Face Off. Yeah, yeah, that's, that would be the one. I'm trying to think. There's like. Like, Bird to Make oh, One. <laughs> Is like it's almost it's almost insultingly bad though. So some at some point it kind of loses its humor. But like they had no idea they were making like a shitty film with that one. And then Bird the Nick Two comes out. He tries to like shift it from like I know you were laughing at us, but like you're laughing with us now, right? You're like no, no, like now you know it's shitty and you're making a shitty film. It's not funny anymore. I'm not going to give you my money. So wait, yeah. is that like the classic movie where the birds like attack people? The classic. It's movie? not classic. No, I thought there was like some old movie. This is it. Birds. Yeah. Okay, so there's, there's another. Hitchcock. Okay, there's another. <laughs> just a little different. Just, just kind of. Oh, Gabe. Oh, Gabe. Yeah. Your I, movie. Oh, we could we could devote a whole other podcast to so bad it's good movies. It's where we talk about. Right? Where we talk. It's yeah. The, wait, so where we talk about the room. Good? Where we talk the, about trolls. Well, it's a Hitchcock movie. Or just any Nicolas Cage production, really. Yeah. I mean, National Treasure is but, a national treasure. Yeah. Uh, national sure. Treasure is okay. Whatever you say, Gabe. But yeah, uh, when you the last into, time I saw it was probably in middle school. So. Like when you watch like Next it. with Nicolas Cage, then yeah, you're... What was that one where like the world's ending and... I think it was Next. aliens come at the end... Like to get the kids. Sign. You've just described the plot of like a thousand different movies. But yeah. with oh, Nicolas Cage uh, in them. Oh, Nicolas Cage in it? Nicolas Cage. Close Encounters of the Third Kind? No. No, he wasn't in Close Encounters. Yeah, no, he wasn't. Uh, are you talking about. No, that wasn't Nicolas Cage. That... I was about to say. Uh, the... Nick Cage rolled in. Just look it up. Oh my god. I'm blanking on my movies, That'd which is embarrassing. Movies, was that Con Air? The day the Earth stood still, but that was Nicholas Cage. That was yeah. Keanu Reeves. Yeah, I'm looking up Nicholas Cage right now. But while I'm doing that, well, well, speaking, speaking of Keanu actors Reeves, that have been I've shit liked, on, yeah. what was it? The John, John Wick. No. Yes, yes, Matrix. Jacob. I do. The Matrix was entertaining, Matrix? but no, it was like he's this undercover cop in Los Angeles. Oh, that's another uh, movie. I, I know enjoy. what you're talking about. Yeah, with House. You, you, never mind, you never seen yeah. <laughs> What's a house? Is this show? something on TLC? It's, uh, <laughs> no, it's not this that, old like, house. Garden it's, Channel that had the Yeah, name, Street right? Kings. That's what that was the name of the movie. I think it was called something else. There's not that many Keanu Reeves movies. He's like becomes this undercover surfer cop. Surfer cop. Point break? Yeah, that movie. It's from like the nineties, yeah. Isn't it? That's like older than you. Yeah. Anyway, didn't that also have Heath Ledger in it? Back on, 
Or who else did oh, that happen? Did they make a new Point Break too? They did, and that's really sad because oh. I don't know why they would bother. And that's it was Patrick what, Swayze. Is Patrick we Swayze. Now. That's that's right. what makes the movie really, really bad too. Is when it's just just disingenuous from the start. Where you get and Gary up. Busey. Oh, well, no, I enjoyed the original one. Point Break. Right, I've never seen it, Point Yeah, Break. when they make it again, you're, or when they make a leg up on me, again. Wait, you've never seen that? Yeah. We know it's just a cash grab, and then it's really feels bad. But back to back to what we were talking about. What were we talking about? We were we were. Breaking down why Gabe's favorite movie was his favorite movie, then we're going to move on to the rest of our favorite movies. Yeah, but we're do not done too. with his yet, are we? I think so. We, I, think, I think we, we covered it pretty well. We'll get he, back to yelling he, at me later. Yeah. So, Goot, what's your favorite movie? Um, honestly, it's gonna it's gonna be pretty sad, but uh, Chicken Run. <sighs> you guys already know that my my affinity for Chicken Run runs deep 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 i feel like that is the best acting you get out of mel gibson is when he's a claymation chicken (laughs) (laughs) accurate saving (laughs) saving other chickens from a concentration camp you've seen braveheart that's true uh but he's better in chicken run now imagine (laughs) braveheart if he was a clay chicken (laughs) (laughs) yes with like a half blue face yes Okay, no, so the, the reveal. Yeah, what oh, what, what? oh, there's a reveal. Yeah, your favorite, favorite reveal. Oh, 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 okay. Actually, mine align with Gabe's pretty closely. I would say Big Short is my favorite movie. Yes. That's a high five sound. So boring. Yeah. So why, so boring. why, is, why, is, why is Big Short? No, I'm not saying the movie it's is boring. boring. I, I think because it, it makes it something. Hipster Jays. Something that. For I'm most so ashamed people, of the fact that my answer is going to be super hipster, too. I'm already bummed. <laughs> Big Short's hipster? No. Oh, okay. No, my answer. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I, think, I think that Big Short makes it, for what for most people, what is probably a boring subject, it makes it, uh, it, it, makes make it palatable and it, with a lot of star power as well. And uh, especially, uh, there's the point where... Um, Steve Carell's character, I forget who, what's his name? Um, Gabe, help me out. It doesn't matter. Anyway, Steve Carell's character is asking the CEO in the middle of a press conference, or not press conference, in, in the middle of a business conference questions, hard questions, and then all of a sudden he gets a telephone call on his uh, cellular flip phone, by the way. Flip phone, I said that. Anyway. Uh, he gets a call and uh, he actually takes it while he's standing up talking to the CEO that's on stage and walks out and yeah, Ryan Gosling looks at the camera and he goes, yeah, that really happened. You see what I'm dealing with? I lost it. I lost it laughing. And so what do you look for in a movie? Because the big yeah. short's a pretty unique I really, movie. and this yeah. is the same in, in, in uh, I really don't, I like to be, this is the same in TV shows, is I don't like to have it obvious that I'm being pander to or that i'm being tried it's something to sell to me as far as i get sucked in so well it's not selling to me as in you know there's lots of action or there's lots of sex or something like that like with breaking bad i got sucked into it because the story was awesome and no one was trying to sell me sex or lots of action it was just a good story with people who didn't weren't that great looking either. yeah so you like, like a right. good story See, I like a good story. Like, too. I think we're pretty similar in that regard. But you what do a, enjoy the action stuff. I do, but right. I think 
but not it doesn't Duke stay. does too but i think when they're able to take it to another level right. and it becomes really well, immersive and, think, and you know both the big short and the dark yeah, Knight do I a think, good job of letting you really fall into the story i think what you're what you're saying essentially is that it can't be action alone you know action for action's sake is not a great movie to you cora no. stop cora <laughs> cora does not like movies apparently right um but what about if it's like Wolf of Wall Street, where the story is excess? Like, the point well, of that. but that's the Okay. What we are back say, after oh, Korra knocked out the power. And after Gabe admitted he and had after... only heard of one Austin Powers movie. On our brief break, we said I believe something he, about yeah. Austin Powers. And Gabe said, there's more than one? Oh <laughs> Yes, Gabe, yeah. there is. I'm pretty there sure I've only seen one. And then, and then we, told, we told Gabe the, the title of Goldmember, and he goes, Oh, Goldmember? Like Goldfinger? <laughs> Whatever. Like, so that's the, the one positive about having a friend like Gabe is you can like reveal these amazing things. You can almost that, relive it. Yeah. I imagine. You could have so many jokes that he would never knew that we stole. Yeah, exactly. That's it's true. It's like when Beautiful. Marty McFly goes back. What? Sorry, you've never seen that movie. Before. I Gabe, finally I saw it. Gabe, cover your ears. But uh, where we were at two. when the cat knocked this over. So was... when I talk about the sports almanac, you know what I'm talking about? Yes. Okay, thank God. There's uh, three Austin Powers, by the way. That's what I thought. <laughs> International Man of Mystery from 97. Okay. Spy Who Shagged Me was, was 99. 97? Wow. That movie is 20 years old. Holy <laughs> crap. What? Yeah. Mind blown. <laughs> Spy Who Shagged was 99, and Austin Powers and Goldmember was it's 2002. It's back to that app idea I had where it's like a quiz, and we say, okay, how oh. long ago did Austin <laughs> Powers come out? <laughs> Don't give me anybody good ideas. Uh, <laughs> There's kids that are driving that that movie came out before they were born. There's kids that are in college now. That were born after Austin Powers came out. But anyways, Whoa. back to what we were talking about. So we've established that both Gabe and Goot, they like a movie to have boredom. substance. Oh, they they want it to... Bored. They get bored, I'm sure. Cora's being very noisy. Cora. Very vocal. It's a tough kitty life. Tough kitty life for Cora. She's probably... She meows, but she don't get shit. She's hungry, I'm sure, <laughs> but she doesn't need food right now. But, uh, no, they, they like a story, a good story, but it can't just be the action. You don't like an action movie. See, I do, like, I do right. like it, but what sets apart my favorite is that's more than that. I can appreciate, like, just action, but that's so, what sets it apart to be unique. It's time for us to learn what Jay is ashamed of. Jay, <laughs> I'm not what, ashamed is, what is your favorite movie? It's probably going to have a German title. No, it's a... <laughs> no, not that it's a, it's a, it's a silent it's, film. <laughs> it's a silent <laughs> film produced in 2003. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> ah, it's the artist. <laughs> no, 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 no. What's um, that reference? <laughs> <laughs> of course he didn't get it. <laughs> the artist uh, was a silent film made... Like two thousand, no, like like it won like best picture. Was 2011, it won best picture. And there's, there's, there's a dog. Goodman. Goodman. And a dog. Because what? Of John Goodman. He's an actor. Um, <laughs> he was, yeah, he was famous for another movie you probably haven't seen, The Big Lebowski. Yeah. I've heard of it. Never. Oh no! You've never seen The Big oh. Lebowski? Oh. <laughs> that is one of my all-time favorite oh, best no. movies. Oh, there's some, like, Jack Dude. associated with it. 
No, he was just no, like some I don't know some unique sweater. Is that the one where the guy dies and they take him around? No, that's the yeah, night sure, Gabe. What, for whatever you know, <laughs> that's that's it. That's it. Yep, you yep. It. You got you got it, Gabe. That's the Big Lebowski. A guy oh. dies. And they like there is that has so. no, okay. but the Big Lebowski has one of the funniest movements moments in movie history, which was when. They're spreading Donnie's ashes and they all blow into the dude's <laughs> face. <laughs> it's but just, Jay, what is it? All right, so my favorite is a movie called Before Sunrise from 1994. Oh my god. I, I never even heard of this movie, which tells me how hipster it's this is. Judge. It's not hipster. People know <laughs> not it's you. a cult classic. Ethan Hawke. Ethan Hawke and that Julie Delpy. Kind of so mean, why is this? Oh, it's a Linklater movie. You know Richard Linklater went to my high school. Yes, I do. See, Jay just searched for the, the movie that had 100% of Rotten Tomatoes that no I'd, one would have heard of. It's, it's so he Plenty of people have it. heard of Before Sunrise, and it's got 100% because it earned it. It's, okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> it's my favorite movie because there's no plot at all to it. And so what happens in it is that he meets her on a train, and they both get off. He convinces her. A romantic comedy. It's a romantic... No, it's not even a comedy. It's just a romantic movie. Oh, drama. My bad. Okay. And uh, he convinces her to get off. They spend the day together in Vienna. And it, you literally... There's no story at all. They just walk around the city. Sure. It sounds watch. like you're telling me a story. Well, there's no plot. So there's nothing that actually really happens other than just walking around. And you watch them converse. And you watch them literally go through the process of falling in love, basically. Oh. That's, that's how amazing the writing was in it. Because nothing else happens. And then they leave, and they don't they they don't see each other again after that. Yeah. But what they do is they make a new another one nine years later called Before Sunset. Same sort of thing happens, except they actually pick up where they left off. I think Ethan Hawke has been married and divorced at that point, and she's been kind of through bad relationships and such. And then they pick up again. They do another day, and I think like a different friend, I think Paris this time. And the same sort of thing happens. They kind of get to the point where they finally let out their feelings and they're, uh, whatever it is, how they're annoyed by the other person for what happened. And then that's where, I think they get together at the end of that movie, but then they wait another nine years and do the third movie in 2013. And then it's exploring the idea that they're married and it's kind of, they've, they're like, they have like a 45 minute argument at the end of that movie. And it's, Ooh. none of it is written, yeah. None of it is plot. It's all just, um, like it's real life. Yeah. Yeah. So it's 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 an amazing film. And well, yeah, and that's that. The irony is that they actually do write almost every word of it down. Right. Like none of it's actually um, improv. improv. But there's no, you know, you're looking at it's a complete character piece, a hundred percent character, right. and what's the word I'm thinking of? Exposition piece. Yeah. Well, and that's back to what we were talking about when we started off. Uh, because I was talking about Manchester by the Sea. I mean, right. it's that type of movie. Exactly. That's there's, well, and I like that type of movie. It's like an understated plot. Yeah. There's there's a story being told, but really, the they're not aware of it. Yeah, and what you're seeing is it's less you're watching a story being told, and you're just seeing a piece of people's lives. Right. Uh, one of my favorite movies um, is The Station Agent. Mm, you told me about that one. Yeah. yeah Peter which Dinklage. is Peter Dinklage. And it's, He's from it's, a show called Game of Thrones. Yes, I know. I, know. I started listening again when I heard Peter Dinklage. So what's what are? But uh, uh, the movie is about this this little person that has a that buys an old train station to live in, and he really likes trains, but he's kind of a loner because of. He's different, and people are weirded out by that, and so it's you're seeing this struggle. But he ends up befriending these two other characters that just kind of like force themselves on him inadvertently. 
And it's it's an interesting, it's got a little bit of a story, but it's basically just this piece of his life where he's right. made friends and, and developing a bit. Yeah, it's because I, I think that a, that, I guess, an arc between a character is a lot more significant than an arc that happens, like, like uh, tangible, I guess, or tangible versus intangible. I'd rather right. watch someone go through a... Uh, a growth of their personal growth yeah. rather than like watch a, a city get torn apart or a uh, a villain be fought yeah and it's less of that not that know, I don't like either you're not necessarily looking for closure either you don't want to see this this full loop of a story where oh they he met the girl and they got right. married and they had kids or yeah. whatever you're just looking for the they met exactly interesting yeah and that's that's so yeah, you'll have to, I'll watch. Uh, I think I watched Station Agent back when you told me about it in like 2013, which is yeah, it was a few maybe. years ago that I discovered it. Right. I but, and that when I say that, it sounds really like oh, I discovered it. I happened to come across it on Netflix. Ooh, funny story. Sorry about that. Wow, so rude. Yes, very, very. Rude. I so I didn't I didn't know until after I watched it. There is like actually a cult following behind these movies. Anything with Linklater's name now has a well, cult yeah. following, but. I found out about the Before Sunrise series because my sister was in a Dollar Tree once and found this movie on the stand and then looked it up because we both have like the Flickster app and look up Rotten Tomatoes and saw that it was like 99% and said, <laughs> we have to watch this. Yeah. And so I did and then I bought the other three. My favorite Linklater movie besides School of Rock, Ooh. obviously, because that is what a, brilliant a great movie. movie. And too. I actually didn't know that was a Linklater movie until just now. Mm-hmm. But Bernie... Yeah, I, I love that movie. I need to like see about that the one senator? again. No. God. <laughs> Bernie is about a uh, murderer in Texas. Okay, very a, different. He was a mortician and he killed this woman that he had a friendship with and hid that she had died for a long time. Um like having a podcast with Buzz Killington. <laughs> <laughs> I do say. It's the frustration podcast. I'd like to hear a story believe. about the bridge. Oh my god. <laughs> Speaking of bridges. Yeah. Oh, and then the other amazing uh, Linklater movie, Dazed and Confused. Have you seen that, Gabe? No. Haven't seen that in haven't. so long that I don't remember anything about it. Oh, that's a good one. I'm looking them up now, which is, I'm sure, super hipster in its own fact. Uh, Scanner Darkly, I forgot about that one. But my favorite movie is Whiplash. Mm. I think I mentioned that before. Uh, it's vaulted itself to the top. The, the crown holder used to be Tron Legacy, and that is still Shitty one of my movie. favorite movies. No, it's a great movie. <laughs> it tells a decent story. It's beautiful. The music is amazing. What's interesting about that, though, is is my... I realize that my favorite movies, sometimes it's about how they all come together, like the full experience of the movie. Like Tron Legacy stayed at the top of my list for so long because the music is so good. But it's not just that the music is good. Wasn't it all fits... just um, the, the helmet band whose name I'm blanking on? Daft, Daft Punk? Punk? Yes. Wow. Wow. <clears throat> You're just getting mad at everyone today. Music featured on Squatch Cron. Yes, there was an episode of Squatch Cron that they used the. They used that on many uh, episodes. <laughs> but um, no, it's it's not just that the music is good; it's that the music 
fits the movie so well and and not just like oh it, it fits the mood of the movie like it syncs up with the movie yeah, in a way he's riding the motorcycle yeah there's the the oh very beginning there's gosh. the scene where he's he's mad at his grandparents because they're trying to comfort him his dad just disappeared he gets on his bicycle and it's sort of building so the beat and it cuts to black and cuts to him later and it's mm. just this cut in the music that flows so well with what's happening on the bike. How do you and not like that, Jay? So, so the the movie Whiplash does a very similar thing. Now, Whiplash, uh, a lot of people probably don't know about it because it was a very quiet movie. Uh, J.K. Simmons won an Oscar from it for best supporting actor. Yeah, but it was. I, I remember a couple years ago during the Oscars, it had. If I remember correctly, a lot of the talk around the time was like, what is this Whiplash movie? Right. Like, people hadn't heard of it until it became nominated. I think it's an amazing movie because it tells such a powerful story. But it also does this music thing where the music is not so much an accessory to the movie or the background of the movie, but it's a part of the movie. And, like, I don't want to spoil it, but the, the crucial plot point, the big point in the movie... The music for that scene builds so much tension. It builds and builds and builds and builds. And there's finally this moment. And it's just, it's a fantastic movie. And then, of course, it has an epic drum solo, like a nine-minute drum solo at the end. And it's oh, such a good movie. I'm, uh, I'm looking right now at the top 100 movies on Rotten Tomatoes and wanting to call out a whole bunch of shit in here. Why? Um... Oh, never mind. It goes off number of reviews. That's why. Um, Hard Day's Night is in here with like a 98%. The Beatles movie from the 60s, which Gabe probably hasn't seen. Uh, I get it that the Beatles are in it, but it was still shitty. Gabe, surely. Yeah, that was pretty. You've yeah, seen The Wizard of Oz, right? Well, and Help was pretty I bad, really, too. Yeah, I enjoyed watching it when I was eight, nine. Exactly. I'm a huge Beatles fan, but I'm not going to watch the movie again. No. Well, we're nearing the end of our normal uh, podcast time. So, what did we learn today? Nothing. Chicken run, Nothing. chicken run. No, I think how much we chicken enjoy run. judging each other. No, chicken but run. I, I think we did learn a little bit that you know we, even though it was a small part of what we talked about, we sort of explored a little bit of what it is about some of these movies that we like. That for Gabe, he likes having substance. Goots the same way. He wants, he doesn't want to be sold a movie. He wants to be sold a story. Like real Americans. <laughs> Jay really is proud of the fact that his favorite movie is some hipster thing from 1994. It's not some hipster thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, we did not get to talk about Lord of the Rings, which are pretty good movies, too. Those are very good movies. That's another one. That's that... Jay Shrugs. Too mainstream, once again. In comparison. Not too mainstream. I love Harry Potter. Like, I don't know. I just never got into the story of Lord of the Rings. Nor did I read the books, though, so that probably would have Lord of the Rings is also. It's a complicated story right yeah there's a lot like of five books. out of the six you know how each book's broken up into two i think i made it through like halfway through the third book and stopped reading there but, are three books in lord of the rings and they made yeah, it through every each, book. like broken into oh oh i see what you mean and, yeah yeah that's right no they, they made it they made it all the way to the end technically well no i'm saying well, i only read to oh you only read one. oh yeah yeah think... two towers is Two Towers as well. I don't think it's Lord of the Rings' fault. I think it's just my own disinterest in like those types of stories where it's like medieval and there's um, whatever you want to call it, weird mythical creatures and such. But you like Harry Potter. 
It's not medieval, <laughs> though. It's in the present day. Like I can't. Really... I thought it was in the nineties, well, and that's pretty. It's practically medieval. medieval. It's not middle, no smartphone. smartphone. No it's smartphone. Not, it's not Middle Earth, but yeah, like I, I, I can't really get interested in Game of Thrones either. I don't know. It's, I feel well, like it's you're that. just wrong. Well, but the production value of those, that's what sucked me in. After I found out the production value of the Lord of the Rings, Steve. But compare that to, I could definitely see if you were... I respect it a ton. I've seen Lord of the Rings, the movies. Uh, You know, they're fantastic films. I'm not giving the movie any faults. I just, it's something about that kind of story I just never really got crazy interested in. Yeah, that's true. Game of Thrones, too, has an insane production, but I... Yeah, that's true. Especially, uh, well, it's kind of like a movie every week. Half of a movie every week. But yeah, sorry, so, I just had to bring up Lord of the Rings. Instead, okay. I watched Dexter. Did you well, watch? And the no. Monster of Boggy Creek about what? Sasquatch. Monster. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> well. Or the creature of Boggy Creek. I can't remember <laughs> which it is. Let's go ahead and, and wrap things up here. Make sure to subscribe to us on iTunes or your favorite podcast provider. Mm-hmm. Uh, send us some emails. What do you think? What's your favorite movie? I don't think we've gotten any emails yet, last I checked. But we've only had a few listeners, so someday. Someday. And I think next week we'll actually bring in a guest and get back on track with this whole passion project. Thanks for listening. Do we want, Cora, do you want to say goodbye? Nope. Nope. No goodbye. Oh, okay then. <laughs> <laughs>